Alright, so redo, because apparently my music decided to cut in uh, and destroy this, but uh, this was the first day since post-EDC where I, you know, got in and out of the gym uh, and I felt really good and I wasn't in my, like, my head the entire time. Um, and so, like, obviously backtracking, EDC was an absolutely amazing experience. Um, in a different way than the, my first EDC, obviously, because I wasn't a spectator, so I wasn't, you know, going and watching the sets and stuff like that. But it was amazing in the sense of I felt like I, I honestly haven't been that in flow with myself in a very, very long time. And what I mean by that is that I felt like I was exactly where I was supposed to be, doing exactly what it was I was supposed to do, and I felt connected to my higher self. Um... Obviously, everything you do on a day-to-day -day basis is where you're supposed to be and, you know, what you're supposed to be doing in the moment. But, like, there's a lot of things that, you know, obviously we do as people that we don't want to do. Uh, and, you know, you, you're not happy during it. Um, speaking for myself, at least, you know, I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm not miserable all the time, but there are moments where I'm miserable doing things that I feel like it's not really fulfilling on a spiritual level. And so being at EDC and working with Insomniac as a part of Ground Control and Project Open Talk, I felt completely in sync with my higher self and at flow, even though it was one of the most difficult moments I've had recently um, in regards to being able to manage energy that wasn't my own while trying to balance my own energy and, you know, not have like a fucking anxiety attack uh, in the middle of the event. And so... Uh, I realized I was so in flow and I've been telling myself for this for a long time But I haven't really been comfortable enough to say it out loud But I wholeheartedly believe that where I'm meant to be and my calling is within the EDM community um, And what honestly what I really would love to do is be an influencer um, while you know producing and uh, things like that um, I just, I want to dedicate my life to the EDM community because it's helped me so much uh, while using that platform to, you know, be an advocate for mental health and things like that. And so that's, oh, oh and model. I really, 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 I've wanted a model since I was a little girl. Um, uh, one of the things that I was like so proud of is like Tyra Banks is my cousin. So, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get into modeling and all that stuff, but I never really believed in myself. And so now, you know, with the progression in modeling, you know, there's women with more muscular bodies and things like that. Like, I felt like I actually have an opportunity to do what it is that I want to do. And, you know, I'm not the most musically inclined person with instruments and things like that. But I am very passionate about bass music and dubstep and rhythm and things like that. So I feel... I know that if I sat down and practiced, you know, made myself work at it and tap into all of the amazing people that I have around me that want to help me succeed, then I can get exactly where it is that I want to be. And so since being home from EDC, I've been struggling with that. Uh, if you have been speaking to me personally or even actually, I don't even I don't know if I've conveyed this to a lot of people. But one of the like things that I you know, what? no, I have whatever. We're going to get on with the point. Um. I've been seriously struggling with the fact that I don't want to live a traditional lifestyle in the sense that I don't want to be a lawyer or a doctor or anything like that. Um, you know, I don't, 
as much as I say I want to go back to school and, you know, do nursing and things like that, it's not actually where my heart is. I know that I want to be of service to others and help others specifically with their mental health, but I don't want to do it in the traditional route that requiring me to go to medical school to be a psychiatrist or something like that. That's just not where I want to be with it. I want to be able to be in a space where I can create. Um, you know, as a creative person, I may not have all the best talents in the world, but I've always been someone who was very creative and liked crafting and things like that. And so I feel like the EDM community has given me the opportunity to tap into my more creative aspects with my makeup and, you know, rave fashion and um, content of different sorts and things like that. Just really being able to get back in touch with myself and the creative aspect is where I feel more comfortable. And I feel the most comfortable in a rave setting uh, or music festivals where, you know, I'm able to interact with uh, people and you dance to the music and just be fucking weird and people embrace me for that. And I feel like I find that within the Indian community. Um, and so that's where I want to be. And so I've been struggling with that ever since I got back to EDC because I felt like it wasn't the right, you know, route to take because it's not, it's, while it's something that a lot of people want to do, like a lot of people want to get into DJing and producing and things like that, it's still not widely acceptable to want to completely leave behind your college education to, you know, make your career something that you love um when that thing that you love is art um you know the struggling artist thing has been something that I've been giving myself a lot of shit for recently um because you know I and even I've heard from other people that I bounce from job to job and things like that and you know I need to settle down and pick one thing and it's like well I understand where the concern is coming from because you know not being able to find fulfillment in those jobs that I don't like that aren't really tapped into my higher calling. That is, that hasn't always been the most easy thing to handle, especially when it comes to finances. But I want fulfillment in the things that I do on a daily basis. And I want to feel tapped into my higher self and my creative self and things like that. And I just, where I feel the most connected is within the EDM community. And so, like I said, for most of this week, I've been struggling with dealing with that. And, you know, I've been really upset and I've been depressed and I've been crying, you know, listening to live sets from EDC and like, uh, it was, it's been crazy because it, I was 110% sober during the entire four days I was in Vegas. I didn't smoke, I didn't drink, I didn't do anything. I was extremely exhausted, but I got a high from being of service to people at EDC, from being the person that they wanted to cry to or, you know, talk to about random things. Um, you know, whatever popped into their mind or, you know, just being able to be there and be that advocate. I didn't realize how much I have a high I got from it until I left. And, you know, I felt like I had candy flipped every single day. And, you know, I was going through the post-rave depression and I still am, you know, um, I went to therapy yesterday and I talked, I touched on it a little bit. Um, but I didn't really go into depth about what it is, is that I'm completely losing and shedding the sense of self that I had prior to entering the rave community and that's been extremely hard for me I guess essentially it would be like a form of ego death uh, if you wanted to look at it from a psychedelic or a spiritual standpoint but I like completely lost myself of identity in congruence to who I was before I started raving regularly and you know if you're someone that really attaches themselves to a certain identity that's extremely fucking scary because, you know, here I was all of these years, I built myself up, I was going to be this 
you know, doctor, philanthropist, and, you know, follow a traditional five-year plan, get married, have kids, you know, all of that stuff, and the life that I'm living right now is nothing similar to what I imagined for myself when I was younger, or even when I was in college, and so now that I'm in the midst of it, and all of these things are, you know, coming up around me, and all of these people that want to help me do the things that I actually want to do, um, that don't conform to the typical societal constraints that I place upon myself, um, it's been a very jarring experience. And, you know, having to essentially leave everything that you know to go in a different direction that you never thought that you'd be able to do. And so that, sorry, like the like volume, like complexions, fluctuations in my voice that made that a very confusing sentence. But like I've essentially I'm stepping away from everything that I've built myself up to be to go in a completely different direction and I don't believe that I can actually do it because I you know just you know my own insecurities and self-doubt and things like that you know having to you know essentially suck all over again um I don't as a perfectionist I don't like not being good at things (laughs) so you know going in the direction of learning how to produce and mix which is something, or music, which is something I've never been naturally good at, um, is terrifying because I'm going to suck. And, you know, it's, it sucks to suck, you know, <laughs> sucks to suck is, it's a real thing, especially when you're perfectionist. And it's like, and that instant gratification is very much something that I struggle with, you know, even with all of these years trying to build a social media platform and, you know, all of the time and effort that goes into these different things. And you think I would be used to it considering that I, I'm very much still into fitness and nutrition. I'm not on top of my shit like I was before, but it's still very much something that I love and I've been doing it for, it'll be seven years in July. So that's not something you just pick up and overnight you wake up with the body that you want. Even if you're using all the gear in the world, it's still going to take the time and the hours that you put into it. So the fact that I come from this background of being extremely disciplined and for some reason, I don't think that I have the mental strength and I'm doing air quotes around that, the mental strength to get through this probationary period of not being good at my art. Because when I started bodybuilding, I didn't look anything like I do now. I I had fucking horrible form, which I'm still paying for with injuries. But like, there were all of these things going around and I wasn't good at what it was that I wanted to do. And I had people tell me that they didn't think I could do it and things like that. And then look at me now, like... (laughs) not to like beat my own heart but I have an amazing ass like my shoulders are beautiful I am learning to love my body and it's something that looks nothing like where I started from so it just dealing with that own cognitive dissonance within myself and not believing in myself even though I've done all of these absolutely incredible phenomenal things and that I never thought I'd be able to do and so I honestly feel like I've talked about this before maybe I have but I didn't actually post it but um this is the internal dialogue that I've been having with myself. It's just a lot of self-doubt and, uh, you know, just being incredibly toxic and things like that. Uh, and so that I came to this complete realization in these days post EDC that that's where I want to be. You know, I want to be up on a stage, you know, h- helping people the way dubstep and rhythm helped me and the EDM community helped me and you know the rave community and the rave families helped me I want to give all of that back and I want to be that light for someone else who you know they're going through shit and you know what do they do they turn on 
one of my mixes or something and it helps them get through a workout or it helps them get through their life like dubstep and rhythm and the gay community have for me um because you know something that i alluded to a lot leading up to edc but i didn't really um publicize as much as i wanted to because i was just so depressed is i was severely severely depressed leading up to edc um and it honestly it was to the point just with everything going on with my family that i didn't want to go i was going to completely pull out of the event a couple of days prior i didn't know how i was going to get there my financial situation was extremely fucked and i just i not only did i not want to be i mean obviously not wanting to be alive is bigger than not wanting to go to edc but for someone who places so much importance into edc especially as you know my first rave and all that stuff it was a very very big deal that i was going to bail on going to edc um because I was that depressed. And, you know, the position that I had with EDC, with Project Open Top, is a position that I've wanted since, you know, I met Missy and the rest of Project Open Talk at Hard Summer in July. So, you know, there's been so many things leading up to this precipice that was attending EDC and working, and I just wanted to let it all go because I was so sad. And, you know, not even sad. I was fucking depressed. And, you know, I was cycling through mood swings and all sorts of emotion, and it was extremely overwhelming. Um, you know, I was dealing, uh, I had an allergic reaction to both of my meds, and so I had to stop those. And, you know, it's been a, a massive struggle trying to get back in contact with my psychiatrist to get new medication. And so I see him in early June, which I'm going to bring this up, but it's like all of this time in between, I've been just really, you know, going through it. Um, and so, you know, not even including the things with my family, like that's just an entire different layer on top of all of the things I've been dealing with. And so I was going to pull out, uh, by the grace of God, I have an amazing friend, Yami, who lended me some money. So I was able to go and then on top of my mom helping. And so, you know, I drove myself to EDC, my first long distance drive since I've gotten my license. I've had my car for two months and, you know, I made that drive and I, a part of me didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but I did. And so it's just, it's been trying to deal with all of these things, um, you know, while still processing the raw emotion of being back at EDC, which is where it all began. And, you know, this was, it, and it, I knew going into it that EDC was going to be a massive shift in where I was mentally and spiritually. Um, I knew it was going to be of something to this magnitude, but I didn't think it was going to be this pa painful for me to have to process once I came back. Um, and, you know, I realized I was so incredibly anxious and depressed because I had all these amazing visions for myself that I wanted. And, you know, being there, you know, hearing and uh, I heard an, over an interview from Say My Name uh, about him and how he got inspired to get into EDM and things like that. And so it just really made me sit with my own emotion and realize that, like, I've been having so much pushback in all of these other areas of my life, you know, trying to go back to school, getting into nursing and all of these things like that, bodybuilding, because it was pushing in a direction that wasn't where I was meant to be. Um, and, you know, since I've been focusing on, you know, doing things within the ADM community, I'm not going to say it's been easy, but I haven't been having as much pushback. And, you know, I've been feeling a lot more connected with myself and you know happy and hopeful for the future uh because i know this is where i want to be like more than than when i wanted to you know compete and things like that and just it's it's been a lot it's been a lot to process and even just sitting here now and talking all of this out 
um, even though you guys are going to be listening to it, having this conversation with myself and helping myself realize how much all of this does really mean to me. And, you know, it, it hurts me that I'm not taking that first step and that I'm self-doubting and things like that about something that is so incredibly important to me and has really changed my entire life. And, you know, when you find something like that and you find something that you're so incredibly passionate about, it, you run towards it. And I've been running from it um, because I didn't believe in myself. And so uh, that's been difficult, obviously. I'm a person who always talks about positivity, you know, plur and believing in yourself and things like that. And, you know, I haven't been able to pull myself out of my own funk and really f- practice what I preach. Um, but I've been trying a lot harder. I've been forcing myself to be transparent like I am now. Uh, you know, therapy you know, trying with medication, things like that. There's a lot of things now uh, that I have for support. And I am definitely now coping a lot better than I would cope with this kind of um, energy. Like before my fallback would be, you know, my eating disorders and your drug addiction, you know, cocaine and things like that. And so now uh, I'm not having that issue. I haven't binged or purged. Um, I haven't gone seeking drugs. I haven't done that in a while. But still, you know, it's valid for me to be proud of myself for not falling back into these pitfalls that I would normally use. Um, I'm just, I'm in a a much better place than where I was when I graduated. And it's kind of crazy now to sit here and think about all of the things that I've accomplished since then. And just watching how rapidly my life has been lining up for me in ways that I never imagined and just the people that I'm meeting and the conversations that I'm having and dreams that I'm envisioning for myself and, you know, the way my body's responding. And it's just, I can see all of these things and it's it's been kind of overwhelming um, to just see so many things work in my favor. And <laughs> there's something you don't feel like you deserve them or, you know, you're too depressed to really be thankful for it in the moment. Like, there's a lot of amazing things that are happening for me right now. And... Right now, I I mentioned it on Twitter, I'm kind of in this period of rest. I've been off this entire week to help deal with some of the things that have been going on in my family life. Um, but it's been really, really hard for me to relax because I feel like I should be doing something, doing something, doing something, you know, working on these goals that I have. And I'm now realizing that maybe this is the time that I've been giving this week of, you know, nothingness, essentially, or just being in limbo because... I, this is the rest that I need. I came back from, you know, the first day at EDC, I didn't sleep 24 hours. The first day going to EDC, I didn't sleep for 24 hours. And then I got two to four hours every single night of sleep. And then I was going and doing extremely, you know, heavy emotional work um, for others and for myself. And that's, that's draining. And so I'm just now realizing that I needed this time, this week, to, you know, sit down and process with myself what it was that I wanted to do and, you know, try to make a a loose game plan, something not too rigid because you guys know how I am with being a perfectionist, but this is all of the time that I needed to really get in touch with myself and realize what it was that I want before I start this next week and this next chapter in my journey. Um, You know, and my birthday is next month, so there's a lot of things that I would like to have accomplished before then, Um, not even just, like, physically but also just in a mental spiritual standpoint there's places and things that I want to do and so this has been an absolutely insane year of transformation and you know it's not even over yet it's it's not even 
next month is six months in. We still have another six months of transformation to go through. So who knows where I'm going to be by, you know, countdown or escape or any of those things. And so instead of looking all of that, the greater unknown and being anxious about the things that aren't going to happen, you know, being um, paranoid, I kind of kind of want to tap into more of the pronoia and um, thinking that instead of everything's working against me, there's so many things in the universe that are working for me, even if I may not completely understand them or be comfortable with them. There's so many wonderful things coming my way and it's nice to know. And, you know, it's kind of like a little wink from the universe when you see these things lining up and it's just like, damn, it's happening. Like I'm manifesting uh, it's painful sometimes, but like it's happening. So that's all I wanted to talk about. I feel a lot better right now. I'm going to go to Target and get some food, which is another thing that I've been super anxious about. Um, but I know food helps me feel better. Good food helps me feel better and more in alignment with myself. So I'm going to go buy some food and then I'm going to go home and upload this podcast. So I hope that you are all doing absolutely amazing. Um, if anyone need someone to vent to or kind of decompress with um i am always available you know i may not respond as quickly as i would like to because you know i'm still trying to process my own stuff but i am always here to help and just listen and sit with others um so yeah that's what i'm going on uh i love you guys have an amazing saturday saturday yes have an amazing saturday i love you bye